Hey, yo, Fightful Faithful, welcome to the NXT 2.0 After Party, starring me and Kate Elizabeth. Hey, uh, get, welcome to Tuesday Night Raw, Kate. If you're wondering, if you're scoring at home, it took about six months to go from NXT to just Tuesday Night Raw. Officially, five members of the of the Raw roster were on the show tonight. Uh, and that doesn't even count, like, Ciampa, who's basically on Raw already, and Breaker, who's probably going to be on Raw after after WrestleMania. So, yeah, like, seven dudes? That's, that's too many. Considering one of them was Dominic Mysterio, which broke my brain. How are you, Kate? That's a complicated question at this moment. <laughs> You started off with a hey yo, which makes me want to cry. So thanks for that. Uh, it, it's just, it's not, it's not, it's not a very good show, Alex. Um, it's and one it's of gonna the... get worse because oh. Chop is not gonna be there anymore. It's gonna get a lot worse unless, unless what they're doing with this whole Tony D thing is actually turning him into the Godfather of nxt and he gets to like hold court every week that'll be a segment i look forward to what but that will be the only thing i'm going to look forward to i can't think of a single thing that would go on with go wrong with something called wrestler's court what could possibly go wrong with wrestler's court <sighs> nothing we've seen before surely yeah you know guys please get in your super chats at the bottom of the old youtube chat machine and also go to humperchats.com and get in a humper chat if you feel like it, because that gets us a little bit better percentage of the old green. And you um, should go to humperchats.com because everyone on this brand is always so horny all yeah. the time. In honor you of NXT 2.0, where everybody is humping, go to humperchats.com. Also, subscribe to Fightful Select. That's where you can find me and Kate doing more things over there. Uh, being crazy and, and being weird. We're probably going to wind up doing a, a post stand delivered thing at some point. I don't know what we're going to do that weekend. And we got to figure it out. With we got to, we, we got we to figure this thing out. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it'll, it'll, it'll be crazy. Um, but yeah, speaking of crazy. Um... Wait, can I, can we do some housekeeping before we get into that? Yes. On a personal level. I put a question out to Twitter. It has nothing to do with wrestling. Do you guys not know what it means to be a scutch? Do you know what a scutch is? Like, oh, you're such a scutch. Nobody knows what scutch is, including our own social media wizard, Kyler. I I don't know what a scutch is. You don't? I mean, but I know what a scutch is. <laughs> you, my dear are a scotch of the highest order. A scotch to the nth degree. That's you, little lady. And I think you should apologize to everyone here at the table because you have been a scotch all evening long. And I don't think that anybody here is having a good time because of you. Uh, are you ready to apologize to everyone here at the table for your, for your scotchiness? I'm sorry, I was a scotch. But I'm not sorry, because I'm not the reason that tonight's show was miserable. You people are the reason tonight's show was miserable. Not really. It's not you people. It was not a good episode of NXT 2.0. Uh, it wasn't, but I can't let this slide. 
because it was not a, it's not a super chat, not a humper chat, but she's a friend of the show. Emily Cease telling us because we didn't know. A lot of us didn't know what what a scooch was, but she she helping us out. Um, it's uh, it's Pete Dunn's new name. There it is. There scooch. it is. We do have to talk about. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, we have to talk about the absences on tonight's show as well. Pete Dunn is Butch. Tommaso Ciampa, when he gets called to the main roster, he's going to be Scooch. He's going to be Scooch. He's going to be Scooch. Um, yeah, hey, everybody, if you didn't know, because you don't watch SmackDown, and why would you? God bless you. <laughs> Pete Dunn's on SmackDown now, and it's not Pete Dunn anymore. He's 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 Butch. He's Butch. And he he's looks butch. like he works for the banner. It's a fine life working at the banner he looks like a newsy alex he, what did he, they do with the technical master by peter dunn he looks like he, he looks like he's he's by order of the peaky blinders he is now a newsy <laughs> like like it's what's those two things combined yeah. oh no <laughs> yeah it ain't it ain't great um let's get in some of your super chats before we get into the rest of the show <sighs> Poor Pete Dunn. Don't be a scutch. Let's read those now. <laughs> Taylor Cannon says, hey, uh, hey, yo, Alex and Kate, always enjoy your post show. Thanks for watching NXT 2.0 so I don't have to. Listen, if, if this continues, they're going to find somebody else to watch this show because I don't think we're going to be able to do it much longer. If this continues, there's not going to be a show on television to That is true. Um, Matt Raikiel says, is NXT 2.0 one big makeout party? This brand has lost me as a fan, but I'm still here for my fave people, Team Kalex. Can't wait for Sour Grap's Stand and Deliver edition. It went from the black and gold brand to the Victoria's Secret brand. Like, what are we doing? Why is everybody making out all the time? Keep um, it in your pants. Uh, Ryan Sullivan says, you just butchered the newsies, Kate. I am furious. First of all, I killed it. So I don't even know what you're talking about. But second of all, kudos on getting the word butch in there. <laughs> uh, Pete Dunn, one of the best technical wrestlers of his generation, is now called I Butch. Remember Butch. <laughs> it's so hard to say good Butch to Pete Dunn. One week it's narratives. This week it's Butch. Butch. Um, a lot of singing, and we're only a few minutes of, in. A lot of the nerd guru says, as a resident of New Jersey, I have been called a scooch many a time as a child from my Italian oh. parents and uncles. Is it a Jersey thing? I think it's an Italian thing because oh, I've heard it, it was a Jewish thing, and now okay. I'm hearing it's a Pete Dunn thing. I don't it know, it could be his new tag team, Scooch and Butch. Ma Mark Losper says, I'm Australian, clearly, I don't know what that is. Um, I don't know, like, I don't know, because scooch, apparently, it means like a brat. You know who else, if it's an Italian thing, do you know who would know? Who, who's that? Tony D'Angelo would know. I, I think it's probably a generation before him, but I'm sure he's been called a scooch many times before. Um, I feel like... No, Tony listen, D. listen, there's a, there's a segment on this show where we're going to get a lot of Tony D. Okay. We're gonna get a lot of D all night, and then we'll get Tony D. Listen, listen. All right. Now I've been a scooch. I've been called a scooch many times. I don't really know. Maybe it's squat for scoochio. I don't know what it is. Okay. But listen. Oh, I've never been called a scooch. Well, no, listen. I know for a fact you've been called a scooch many times. I've heard it down on the street. They say, "Hey, there you go. There's that scooch." As long as uh, you don't hear it on the talks. 
What are we doing, Kate? What we is this show? We are trying to give us something entertaining because Dominic Mysterio. Oh, God. Let's not get into it just yet. Okay, uh, the J.W. Pringle uh, saga, here we go, says, uh, Undefeated Paul Elizabeth, as a man of leisure, does the change to daylight savings time still give you fits? It's really kicking my butt this year. Well, apparently, the U.S. Senate voted today, and that's the last time we'll ever have to do that. They decided Yay! today that it's going to be this time forever. No fallback. This is this time for the rest of our lives, people. Hooray! More daylight at the end of the day. Later sunsets. Wonderful. Um, yeah. Uh, Mark Losper we'll says... dark at like 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Mark Losper says, J.W. Pringle, Paul Elizabeth, you merely adopted time differences through daylight savings. I was born into them through my Australianness. Hold on. That was, I, I realized halfway through it, that was that was a Bane reference to Dark Knight Returns. So, so I, so I got to do... I, <gasps> by, by, by decree... By law, I have to do this. J.W. Pringle. Paul Elizabeth, you merely adopted time differences throughout daylight savings. I was born into them. I'm going to get Batman nails tomorrow, I decided. Very nice. Very nice. I'm, I'm going to hold a poll and you guys can help me decide what design to get. Because there's a couple <laughs> of options and I really want to get Batman nails. This is fantastic. This is, look, 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 at, look at the information. Look at, look at what we give you people. You, you people. You people get new information. You get to learn things on this show. I learned something today. J.W. Pringle says, Scotch comes from the Italian word scocciare to, to, to pester or be a bother. There you go. Scotchiare. I guess I am a scotch. I yep. am familiar with the term. <laughs> I am not Italian. Right. But I've been called a scotch because um, I guess sometimes the word brat just gets worn out. Yeah, I suppose. Um, uh, there is a, uh, a wonderful word in German for uh, troublemaker. Like if you're a little kid, mischief maker. Um, this is a word that was passed down by my mother's uh fought wait wait not my mother's no, my wife's father's family because they were all from germany so they called her when she was a little girl a schnickelfritz and so that is now what we call my daughter whenever she is a schnickelfritz we call her a schnickelfritz and she hates it she does not like that word okay so, my dad knows german and i can't believe i didn't get called that i can't believe i don't get still get called that by my dad <laughs> <laughs> it was was there wrestling tonight? Should we talk about that? I forgot. Um, kind of. Um, Jaden Pringle says, Losper, the Australianness frightens and amazes me. Um, Mark, uh, I'm sorry, Paul Hensler says, Mark, looks like the USA, US will drop the forward backward machinations. Sir Pringle, no problem for retirees. Yeah, it's a lot easier when you don't have to get up and do stuff. <laughs> if they ever exchange numbers we're gonna make no money on this show <laughs> <laughs> He's texting back and forth that's great uh, uh the night track says glad to spend my birthday with team kalex everybody happy, happy birthday, birthday. To, to night tracks in the comments happy birthday night tracks maybe william regal wish you a happy birthday later um and mark losper says i thought the german word for scotch was gunther <laughs> no that's you both we'll move on yeah. Um, okay. So, 
Um, NXT tonight was invaded. It was the it was the big Raw invasion angle. Everyone for a long time booked a big invasion angle of NXT going to Raw. Instead, it's the other way around because I'm assuming. Uh, I'm assuming uh, um, that. Um, that N- that that N- the, the the USA network does not appreciate the ratings for NXT and thinks they could get a goose by sending the Miz and Dominic Mysterio down there to mess around. Send me your mid. Bill says I could go for a boss of Snickle Fritz. Tell it. It. Does, it does sound like a breakfast cereal. Not yet. We're not going to do that one yet. <laughs> I knew that. Where that was going, and loyal fans of Kalex probably know where that one was going too. Mark Losper says, "Adrenaline on this show, unlike Stardust, Cody Rhodes. He wasn't. He wasn't on Raw last night, and he wasn't on Raw tonight either. But we did get an <laughs> episode, an episode of Ms. TV kicking off the show. Um, oh, care Ms. TV." with special guest star Dolph Ziggler as the NXT champion, kicking off an episode of NXT on the USA Network alone on Tuesday. Like, if I, if, let's say 2018, if I told you, in, in March of 2022, NXT on the USA Network was going to feature The Miz, doing The Miz TV with NXT champion Dolph Ziggler, I mean, I think you would have jumped off something high. I know I would have. Um, I would have, but that's just because I have a killer 450 splash that nobody knows about. That's true. Um, this, why is this a thing that they did, Kate? Do you want their reasons or do you want the real reasons? I mean, tell me. Tell me both. Well, they think this is going to move the needle. Mm. So... Uh, there's that. I also think because The Miz doesn't really wrestle because he's just like besties with Logan Paul. I think it's so funny. He's he's locked in a WrestleMania feud with the Mysterios. Both the Mysterios and The Miz were on the show and their paths never crossed. I mean, like... You couldn't work harder to make what would naturally happen not happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So... They thought that Ms. TV, because he's a crossover star, was going to boost ratings. It will not work, I don't think. And if it does, that's worse because that means it's going to happen more. Talk shows are lame. But because he doesn't really have to wrestle, his work schedule is like pretty light. And they were in Florida this week, were they not? So yeah. I think it's at least it's like easy he to just, send people just, there when you're already in Florida. He just hopped at his rental and drove from Jacksonville to, to Orlando. It's a few That's hours. It. It's easy. Very simple. So, um, Mark Losper says, imagine looking for a ratings bump and coming up with Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Roode, The Miz, and Dominic Mysterio. This company is screwed. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Um, NXT is screwed. Yeah. But I don't think um, I I don't think the product on the main roster has to be good for them to succeed by their no, standards of success all. for the next decade. Not at all. They're um, gonna have a huge problem when they look up and Stone Cold is seventy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> J.W. Pringle says uh, they should just send Hook. W- what do you mean we don't have a Hook? 
they, they can't send Dominic is the opposite of send hook. That is the absolute polar opposite of that. Send Dom is not send hook. Um, so, uh, um, <laughs> Hey, Aaron H says, Alex, I thought only my mother called people snickle Fritz. No, apparently it's a thing. More apparently people know snickle Fritz than new scotch. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, like no one was like, "Oh, you're being such a scutch." Like people don't know what that means. Um, so this was just like, "Hey, you're awesome, Dolph." I'm I'm the again the the fans the fans disappointed me so much in this episode, Kate, because they were like starstruck over the Miz, and and then later they gave Dominic Mysterio a hero's welcome. And it, it 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 made me so angry because the original Full Sail crowd would have booed Dominic Mysterio out into the street. How about the This Is Awesome chance while they're doing a Scott Hall just passed tribute video package? Because that was awful. That was weird. Um, they pipe big crowd weird. noise all the time. You can't adjust that? Like, no. my God. Um, but anyway, so he brings out Dolph and Bobby Roode. Uh, to talk about how awesome Dolph is. And then um, they show, I know everybody's thinking, says The Miz, Braun Breaker is going to come out and break stuff. Uh, he doesn't say that. I say it. Um, but he, guess what? He can't. He can't. Because here's the footage. And he apparently drove up looking to beat the hell out of Dolph Ziggler. Because um, a week after he lost his title by having somebody else pin a guy, in a triple threat match where there was no cheating because of the triple threat match. He decided to show up at, at the PC looking for Ziggler, who certainly wasn't there at like nine in the morning. And he wanted to beat the hell out of Dolph Ziggler because he's a sore loser. Um, and, and then they were like, no, number one, he's not here. Number two, that's bad form. Get out of here, LeBron. Get out of here. You do not belong here. You, you must go. And so he leaves. They send him home. Um, and they're like, now he can't come back, which of course is the cue for everybody at watching home. Like, guy, I can't wait for Braun Breaker to show up because that, that little thing, he, now he's not allowed to come back in the building. Oh, okay. Um, sure, Jan. But like, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know, man, this, uh, whatever. So Braun Breaker looks, does he not look to you like a sore loser? Like he didn't even get pinned. And like Robert Roode shouldn't have been out there, but the ref should have thrown him out. The ref didn't. So anything he does is nice and legal, you know. I mean, uh, right? <laughs> and then the fact that that Roode brought it up, like what a sore loser that guy is. You'd never have the heels henchman be right about anything. And there you go. You, you did it. I don't know. I think this is their way of trying to get away from like the typical the baby faces chasing the title thing, but now it's just wrong. So I don't know <laughs> what you do. There's a way to not be a token baby face and not also be a heel. Like there's a middle ground there, guys. It is. Yeah. You did it for decades, I swear to God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um Anyway, uh, 
I think if you want Braun Breaker to be the, the angry guy, you just got to book the match that makes sense for him to be angry afterwards. Like, yeah, you know, the, actually the one thing, the one thing that Bobby Roode did to him, I believe was like, pull, pull him out of the way. So Tommy Ciampa couldn't knee him in the face. Like you should be thanking Bobby Roode. He saved you from a possible concussion. Very Why are you point. so pissed at everybody, Braun? That's very good point. Um, uh, so <laughs> Normhausen says, I knew we were headed for for a shit show when Miz TV leads off 2.0. Did Cody book this show? So many shenanigans. Make it make sense, Linda and Sheila. I can't. I'm not able to. I tried. It's not working. I'm I got nothing. Put, yeah. There's another thing uh, later that nobody could make sense of. I'm going to go off on this little detail. Um, uh, but Jay Blood says, time isn't real, man. Which could apply to so many things. Um, I think that was the daylight savings time discussion. Oh, there you but go. That's good. Also, everything on the show. Yes. Um, we we got L.A. Knight interrupting Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, we did. Uh, and he, the crowd, loves him. So that was a, that was a good thing. Like I don't know, you can't love. I mean, I guess you can. You're allowed to do whatever you want, but it seems inconsistent. <laughs> To be like, L.A. Knight's really, really good. And he is. And then like, Dominic Mysterio, huh? What a great guy. No, he's not. So it's a weird thing to be like, anyway. Um, they love I, him. I still am under the firm belief of this is a talk show audience crowd yes. of like the, that they're probably like, Dominic's here. Applause, applause, applause. <laughs> applause, applause. Like... Um, but L.A. Knight says, I want I want a title match. I mean, he did lose his last man standing match last week. And the guy who beat him last week wasn't on the show this week. And I mean, at least Wade Barrett was like, you know, LA Knight lost his match last week. He probably shouldn't be getting this title shot, but he gets it anyway because nothing matters. Because nothing right. matters, Kate. MSK will also get a title shot for yeah, no reason just, later. We're going to go into detail on this thing later. They are. Don't, don't give this. it away yet. They are inconsistent or they're consistent with their complete lack of consistency i'll That's say that i get very frustrated in aew when the standings matter sometimes mm -hmm. i'd rather them just not matter at all here nothing matters except yes. if you're horny <laughs> that's true that is true that's the only thing that matters why is everybody making out always yeah. always in my ring my <laughs> the mat is sacred i've heard Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they that's what they say. Um, and we'll get more of that. Bill, I I'm never gonna actually say this last name. Theodora Bill T. Rakakos. Yes, yeah, sure. Her. <laughs> Theodora Kekos. Theodora, Theodora Kekos. Um, well, not, not one to celebrate my B-Day, but I can't think of a better place to be on my last day as a 39-year-old amongst wonderful people and terrible programming. Come into the dark side. Come into your 40s. It's a lot of fun. Join me in the in your 40s as a wrestling fan watching this ridiculous stuff. I feel like a failure as we are the arts and crafts show and I don't have any birthday stuff around, I don't think. Just in case people start throwing out super chats, you should probably just bring a happy birthday sign to every show. I really should. Um, yeah. Where so... are my, where's my heart from the other day? <laughs> I have a bright pink heart from Valentine's Day. 
Uh, Luis says, wait, you're 40, Alex? I am 42. What? I'm going to be 43 this year. You are 27. <laughs> well, I do, I do do a nice, you know, a, a, a regiment of cream, you know, and, and, and right at the dab of the eyes. And it, here's what I say. Fat don't crack. That's what I say. That's that's why you don't have the wrinkles, man. Fat don't crack. That's what I always say. Um, so, yes. Um, we're, so we get uh, an L.A. Knight versus um, versus uh, Dolph Ziggler match. Even though Dolph Ziggler says, I'm not going to face you. I'm not going to do it. And L.A. Knight says, yes, you are. And... <laughs> There's your happy birthday, son. There you go. Happy birthday. I might get made fun of for my handwriting, though. Yeah, that's uh, Mr. Penmanship over here. <laughs> um, listen, uh, he, Dolph Ziggler says, the only place the NXT champ wrestles in the, is in the main event. And when you find that kid, you'll find that's where I'll be waiting for you. And I thought that mean, meant, no, you're not ready for the main event spot. But then the Miz says, tonight, it's going to be Dolph Ziggler versus L.A. Knight, and it's going to be awesome. I don't know how you can take what Dolph Ziggler said to L.A. Knight, meaning, you're on, kid. That doesn't make any sense, but whatever. None of this makes sense, kid. None of it makes sense. No. I mean, I was excited that we got a La La Land Knight match with yeah. Ziggler. But as you pointed out, these are not developmental folk at all. <laughs> the 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 youngest guy in this segment is Larry Knight, and he is 39 years old. He will be 40 this year, along with Bill, and two years behind me. Like with our friend Bob, Bill. Bobby Roode is gonna be 45. Ziggler and the Miz are in their 40s, they're like 41, 42. This is the developmental brand. I thought I thought only people who were under 30 could even appear on this show. Bobby That's what Fish I was told is, from the beginning. Like it's gonna be on level up. You 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 kicked a whole bunch of people out because they were too old. And on level was, up next week, Chris yeah. Jericho. <laughs> what? Uh <sighs> okay. So we get the first uh, uh, um, qualifying match for the um, Carmelo Hayes uh, NXT North American Championship ladder match, which is going to happen at Stand and Deliver. It's Cameron Grimes versus Santos Escobar. And um, I feel like this is one of those deals where can we can we can we just have both of these guys in the match? Like this is this is time for a both these guys chant. Both these guys should be in this match. I don't I don't know who's gonna wind up all of them in the match. They I think they announced two other uh qualifiers next week, but there's gonna be a it's gonna be a five-man ladder match. Um, like I would both of these guys should be in the ladder match. Let's just 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 do that. I think we might get there based on the Cameron Grimes promo that we saw. I hope so. Later. That felt like it might have been setting up a, a hand um, getting to it. Anyway. Yeah, and since uh, the Miz makes matches, yes. <laughs> you can go talk to him. So true. Maybe, I kind he, of wish... maybe he's the replacement for William Regal. We just didn't know it. I kind of wish William Regal was still available, and in three months he came back and just was like, "What the f did you do? Well, I was gone." 
Michael that would be Os- so great. Michael Osper says everybody in this in this first segment was young compared to Vince. Yeah, well, they are. Um, so we we got this match. Uh it was it was it was good. Um I I think like Santos like won fairly clean. I and mean, there was some interference early on in the match, but not 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 to end it. Um he just stepped underneath the cave in, caught him uh up on his shoulders and put it into the phantom driver. It's a good match. Santos won. That's great. Good for Santos. It's the best thing that happened to him on the show because later he he got to get stepped to by Dominic Mysterio and then got put on his ass by a dude who's five foot tall. So yeah, I mean this, this was a good thing to happen to Santos. The one good thing that happened all night for him. Uh, yeah, this was a, a solid opening match. Uh, I think you covered it. I don't think there's a ton else to elaborate on other than that. But great opener. It's going to get ugly later for mm-hmm. Lukaku, yes. as you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the opening match was good. The opening segment was trash. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling it was going to fall off the cliff from here. And I was mostly right. Alex? Yeah. Um, later, we, they interviewed Cameron Grimes, and he was distraught over losing this. They're, they're doing a thing, like, on Raw. I, this it has to be the same creative team, like exact same creative team, and they only have like three ideas. Um, on Raw, they keep doing this whole thing. I lost this match, and now I have no path to get to WrestleMania. Oh, it's the whole build for everyone. What, yeah, what will I do? I, Seth Rollins, one of the top guys in the entire company, I have no path to WrestleMania, like. A, you don't. They'll find a way to put you on the card. And B, it's their fault for not creating a compelling story which lasts at least two months to get Seth Rollins and another top guy into a match at WrestleMania. When Cameron Grimes says, I have no path to stand and deliver. Number one, it doesn't have the same weight because it's not WrestleMania. And number two, that might seem more true because you can't get everybody on the card and stand and deliver. And nor should you want to. Right. I think that the solution is to have Cody fight everybody who doesn't have a path to WrestleMania. And his gimmick is, I'm the path. And he just fights everybody who doesn't have a path to the cards. The path is absolutely a nickname they would give someone. Adrenaline on the path. (laughs) Take this match and take a bath. Crushed it. <laughs> um, Cameron Grimes. <laughs> no, no. Take this match and take a bath. It's fantastic. I was trying to figure out how do we get to something, something bad at math. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Braun Breaker is bad at math. There you he's go. A Steiner, but he's, he's a Steiner. Steiner. There, there you go. That's a very good one. See, you're so clever. You're not a scotch today. You're very, you're a clever. Sometimes I can be quite the clever scotch. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Mark says, why wouldn't you copy the no path story, Alex? Look how well it's working for the mania card. That's so true. Um, yeah. Man. Um, 
so we yeah so Cameron Grimes is upset and I guess we'll figure out next week what he's gonna do. Um, I will say, if that existed alone without copy and pasting it a hundred times, like Cameron Grimes feels important on NXT 2.0, and he feels like someone that should be on the card. Yeah. So it's not terrible when it's that by itself. It's yeah. terrible when it's that times four million. Mm-hmm. Everybody so, telling me in the chat to stop singing. It's not going to happen. So get on board or get left behind. <laughs> it's true. If you can't, if you can't Did beat you not him, learn from the past like eight months. <laughs> if you can't, if you can't beat him, join him, and you're never going to be able to beat Kate at this. It's it's just just just. Thank it's you. best to just. Just best to just let her finish. Sean pays me and can't get me to stop. So That's I don't true. know what you guys think. There, there you gonna, go. What you people think you can do because you don't have the balls. We got an EO Shirai and Kaylee Ray video package about how they're going to be the women's tag champs eventually. They got the, the finals are next week for the Dusty, for the Lady Dusty. Next week. Next Tuesday. Is the finals of the Lady Dusty. Um, and uh, after that, uh, Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu apparently were in the locker room. Um, like, Kachoo! Yes, Kai Chu uh, were, were, were watching this. But oh, oh, I have to mention this first. So, Cora J is being interviewed. She says, it was really what, what a terrible thing that Toxic Attraction did, where they attacked my tag team partner and bestie. Raquel Gonzalez. Now she's going to be out four to six weeks because of a knee injury. Um, but hey, I have an idea about how I'm going to piss off people to get myself a title match. And then she like does a little, hey, look over there, look over there. And Mercedes, Mercedes, whatever, McKenzie, McKenzie Mitchell's like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, seriously, look over there. And she just point. Um, but over on this lighting rig is is hanging the women's tag belts and the women's like world championship title belt. And Cora J walks over there and he's like, you know what? Toxic attraction. They may be blah, blah, blah. But one thing I do know about them is they care more about these titles than anything else. And my question is this, if they care so much about these titles, why did they leave them strewn over a random lighting truss in the backstage area? Why did they keep them with them and like, or at least keep them under lock and key? If they you have nine hundred so lockers backstage, and they didn't, they didn't put them in the locker with their little combination lock and scratch the coat off the back of them. Also, <laughs> no, they don't give a shit. They never fucking no. defend them. No, and on top of that. All they care about is being hot and being bullies. It is the most inconsistent thing with their characters in the whole wide world. Um, the whole wide world, Alex. So this this leads us into this episode of Two Point Odal Divas, where the theme for this episode is pranks. Um, so she just takes the takes titles. She steals the titles. Uh, Grand Theft title. And she, yes. Did you have the same? terrified thought that I did, which was that Johnny Knoxville was going to show up with how pranky this got because I'm a trash no, contactor. No, no, he's he's a member of the SmackDown roster, not Raw. Um, so, 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 anyway. He's not a wrestler! 
That's true. Uh, Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai are backstage like, oh, no, I, I, I don't think we have to worry about Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. And then in walks um, Toxic Attraction, all three of them. Hey, hey, wh wh where, where do you... Have you seen Cora Jade and our titles? And this, they're standing in front of two bays of lockers. There are at least, I don't know, 18 lockers there. And Gigi Dolan looks in one of them. And then shuts it again. Like, if you're looking for your title belts, you should probably check all of the lockers before your next step, which is let's all split up and we'll each go our separate ways. And when we find her, we'll get a kick the crap out of her. Look in the lockers first if you think one of them might hold the key, hold the titles. No, only Look at all one of them. Would. Ridiculous. Only um, one would. Why did you attack? Raquel Gonzalez says Dakota Kai, you didn't have to do that. We were going to win the match anyway. Like Dakota Kai, you, your entire last year of being in NXT has been you attacking Raquel Gonzalez. You speaking up for her now is just a very odd way of you turning face. It is, it is the second least motivated turn since uh, Edge over the past couple of weeks. So yeah, why not? Will she get like um, I don't know, like a soft pink light, since I just just doused in a blue light. Yeah, <laughs> indicating that I am now a face. Yeah, uh, this didn't, Josh Weaver says sense. NXT two point home alone. Uh, and uh, Depingo said, "How did they not see this was a Roadrunner Coyote bit? Did someone just watch a bunch of Looney Tunes and horny teen dramas before NXT two point? God no, um." So let's just go. <laughs> let's just go through this whole Cora Jade bull crap now. You're just gonna know us all. Two point God, no. That's two point God, no. Um, uh, we we get her like she's gonna like go and like I guess we don't know what she's gonna do. But when you see J.C. Jane, uh, she's walking along and she sees like strewn up hanging over something is her title belt, tag title belt. She's like. She she knows immediately it's booby trapped because she walks up and she's like looking for something to fall on her. She taps at the belt to see if it's like triggered, and she's like, mm, uh, "I guess it's fine." So the you, you did like very half-assed thing about maybe it's booby trapped. And they're like, "Well, must be safe." Yank, and then she gets caught behind these these doors, and then Cora Jade locks her in there with a padlock, and it's like. Bye! And, and JC Jane's like, when I get out of here, I'm going to kick your ass. And then Gigi Dolan finds her title belt inside a dumpster, propped up inside a dumpster. So she gets times the dumpster, and she grabs it, and then the uh, a forklift pushes the doors closed over the top of her, and so she can't get out. Um, and then Cora Jade loses the plot. Because she then walks out to the to the uh, <laughs> she goes from setting up booby traps where people can easily find their tag belts to I'm going to commit vandalism, and this is the funny thing, Kate. She walks out. What color? She says, "I'm look. It's it's Mandy Rose's new Range Rover. Would be a shame if somebody were to give it a new paint job. What color was Mandy Rose's new Range Rover, Kate, in the parking lot? Do you remember?" I don't. Was it white? It was white. What color did the spray paint end up being 
It was also white. Like, I, I was she gonna spray paint the windows? She might have been. She might have been spray painting the windows. But I thought she was gonna like spray a new coat of paint means you're gonna change the color of the paint of the vehicle. And she otherwise it might be like sort of nice depending on the quality of the paint. You might have just given her car like maybe it's not like a traditional spray paint. She could have been doing her a favor. <laughs> like I, I, I mean, was this the whole the so whole thing does not make sense? You, you, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna vandalize M Mandy's white car. With this can of white spray paint is beyond ridiculous. I mean, I don't know what the, what the hell it is. She says, oh, no, wait, you know what? I'm not going to vandalize the car anyway. I'm just going to go for a joyride in it. So she drops the can of paint on the ground, gets in the car, which apparently is open. And I'm I I I don't I don't know if the keys are in it, but she's gonna go for a joyride. Well, no wonder your fucking tag belts go missing. These are the people you hang out with. They don't even lock their cars in the most dangerous parking lot in the world. That's so true. In the world. So true. So um, <laughs> so then Mandy Rose does a thing in the horror movie where she sits up in the back seat and say, "You gonna take my car for a ride, bitch?" And then she starts Hello, beating up buddies. on her, and they not she pushes her out of the car and beats her up some more. Um, and then she 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 lays her out flat on her stomach in the in the parking lot. And yes, Kate. Did you also see how she grabbed her from the back seat to get her out of the car? I did. I missed. I must have missed this. It was like one arm on one side of the headrest, one arm on the other side of the headrest, and her arm apparently went <laughs> through the headrest. Uh. Which is a great way to leverage getting out of the car, by the True. way. True, yeah. Um, but anyway, she... Oh so Cora Jade is is lying there. She's wearing her little skater pants and her halter top. She's on her, she's on her front. And Mandy Rose takes the spray paint. Did you catch what she was supposed to spray paint? Because it was... She obviously was trying to do some kind of design... But it, it just, just ended up looking like a, like a blob. Because Cora Jane's back is like this big because she's tiny. I'm guessing it was supposed to be some sort of NWO callback, right? It had to have been I white guess, spray but, paint. But like, is she trying to like do like TA for for life? Yeah, or something. I, I I don't know, but she what she whatever she she spray painted was just white paint. Like there was no nothing like. It was it was a it was a bad segment. It's a said, big old mess. You want. A shot at me? Well, fine. I'll face you and any other woman. And I was like, is there going to be another triple threat? No, it's just going to be a singles match. So why Mandy Rose would say, I'll fight you and any other woman? It's just a weird way of putting it. I guess she means like, I'll fight anybody. But the way that it came across was like, I'll fight you and pick you anybody must. else you want to also be in the match. Which is a weird like thing to do. Some order of operations weirdness. Uh God, this whole segment was a mess. Also, didn't the didn't the uh, trash receptacle thing, dumpster thing, get lifted into the air at one point and like almost put it in the trash compactor? Because no, no, that's murder. No, that wasn't that. They, they, she just used the forklift things to hold the top closed. That's what she did with that. It wasn't lifted into the air. It was just got it. Yeah, I think all of this was very dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Mark Losper says, 
Mandy Rose has been positioned as someone who cheats constantly to win and lives in a pool. Now we're supposed to believe she's tough? Terrible. You're not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. Um, this at least both henchmen got put in their place and she was smart enough to see the handwriting on the wall. Like, from a, a wrestling standpoint, that is how that part should yeah, be Of, like, sure. that the head honcho was smart. It was, a, it was a weird thing. Was, was... I, I'm going to go find Cora Jade. And that was a really smart, I guess, mm-hmm. thing on her part. My she's she's going to get in my car and drive it away is a, is an interesting thing to do, I guess. Um, Josh Weaver said Picasso had his blue period. Also, Edge is having a blue period right now. Mandy had her white period. That's true. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's true. The beatdown was really shakily filmed. Uh, Ken Shiro said, I thought the camera work in those chorus segments was bad. And then they add, added the 80s kung fu sound effects. Like I wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I was like, what video game is this? This is know. terrible. Finish night, him. Like, that's tracks, all I was waiting for. Birthday Night Tracks says, uh, when your biggest star is Maddie Rose, you in trouble. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what they did. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Bill said, JB Pringle, did one of the, did one of them paint a fake tunnel on a wall and attempt to run through it? No, but that would have been good. I could definitely that see Jason, Jason James. That would have been fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, JB Pringle says, Bill in parentheses, Greek name. I can't spell. I'm going to say yes, even though I'm wrong, I'm still right. Anvil falls on head, causes birds to fly around head. I love you guys so much that you are <laughs> our fans. I love that you are our fans. Um, Peyton Carter says, it's my favorite time of the week. I actually watched the episode of Two Point Odal Divas this week. That won't happen again. So thank you, Peyton Carter, for giving it a shot. I appreciate it. But I hope at you'll least, stay here. At us. least you tried. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, Josh, uh, yeah, we got that one. Um, but uh, the better to one jam beard said also screw it. They're doing nothing with Alex on the main roster center to NXT to become the NXT champ after Mandy beats Cora It's the only title Alexa hasn't won better option than Mandy and Cora. I mean, it would be interesting if it like when she went back to NXT, she became twisted little bliss or whatever. Like that was the way she was finally able to exorcise the demon was by going back there and becoming her true self. Literally anything else. Yeah. I'm so done. And it has nothing to do with her. I think she's actually knocked the work out of the park. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. just, it ran its course like eight months ago. Yeah. Uh, Zach Barber. I, well, I'm going to, I'm going to put this one later uh, for the, for the Persia and in indie thing. I think that's when I'll, I'll use that one for then. Um, but yeah, <sighs> I yeah. There, there's there. Hmm. Hey, you know, you know what? When I'm watching this, I, 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 I hunger. Okay, I hunger while watching. I hunger for good storytelling. Oh, you know what? Me too. But it's just like. This storytelling feels like I ate a big plate of carbs because even after I have it, I'm still hungry. I'm not fulfilled. It feels like I started my morning with like just 
trash cereal, but there's literally no alternatives that I can possibly think of to that. Yeah. You might be right. Oh, no, wait, you're wrong. Cameo. What's up, you guys? It's Sean Ross Sapp. I'm not here physically on the show right now, but I still wanted to tell you about how I'm starting my day no matter where I am with delicious Magic Spoon cereal. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. It is the ultimate breakfast food. It's the ultimate snack food, and it's the ultimate food for me to take while I'm traveling. Quick, easy, all the flavors you love. Peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle, cocoa, fruity, frosted, all over the place. That cookies and cream and maple waffle are back permanently. And if you go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful, grab a custom bundle of cereal, try it today. Use our promo code Fightful at checkout to save $5 off your order if you don't like it. They are so confident in their product. It comes with a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund your money, no questions asked if you don't like it, but you will. It's perfect before, after workouts, as a snack, and my favorite thing about it is you get filled up with one serving. It's not running back and forth to the cupboard to get more, racking up those carbs, racking up those calories. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful. Hey, Alex. Bill says it was silky <laughs> seamless as always. but This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash fightful it's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash fightful mark disagrees he thinks that what should let, i should let you do all the segues i mean i'm i'm great let's not get it twisted but that was really really wonderful um you know what else is magic Fightful Select, where you can subscribe to just $5 for the most breaking news in the history of the world. Sean is constantly breaking news there. Broke news about Candace Lorray's contract earlier today. There is more where that came from, meaning there's more contracts that are set to expire as 
is the business. But subscribe to FightfulSelect.com for those $5 a month, would ya? Yes. They would, and they will, if they know what's good for them. Um, why, yeah, Yoda. Why, yeah, Yoda. Um, <laughs> Mark Losper. See, I did. I compared Dakota Kai's unmotivated face turn to Edge's unmotivated heel turn, and Mark Losper says Dakota Kai is now on the mountain of now omnipotence, which is this weird thing that Edge is doing and trying to get over, which is going to, is has about as good a chance of getting over as GFY does on Wednesday. <laughs> Um, so, um, so we got, uh, we got, we got, uh, we got Kushida in a match. Um, and we, we got a match versus, uh, a kid, a kid is here. I mean, he looks very old for a kid. He I looks like know. he might be out of 13, 14 years old. I, I w- he looks like an adult to me, to be he, honest. He does. He, he looks like he's already shaving. These kids, the hormones they put in these, in these, uh, in the beef. The hormones they put in the beef and the burgers in these kids' school lunches. It just gets them to start growing all the hair. I should know. But it but it's so true. And I, I was just thinking that I, I, I love the Kushida. I love the Kushida. I, I think the he's Kushida. I, I think he's a fantastic wrestler. But I I I I also I also love I also love I also love the, the A kid, the, the the kid, a kid. But I, I, I feel like I don't want either of them to lose. Please, you have enough terrible talents. On this brand, have the good ones beat the bad ones. Don't make the good ones fight because it really, it's not good for my heart. I don't like it. Well, here's the thing about a kid. A kid is an adult. So can we trust a kid? They were already lying to us. And when you say put hormones in the beef, there were hormones all over the show tonight. And there was a lot of beef. There was a lot of beef. Anyway, um, <laughs> this match is this match is great. Like Kushida is the perfect guy to put over a kid as 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 a great young technical sensation. The problem is is that this is not that part of Kushida's career yet. Like he's just he's at a point where you could still be doing some really Im- important fun stuff with him. And like here's the deal. I mean, on the main roster, you've got a bunch of crap. Like honestly. Like the, the 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 idea that like some of these gimmicks that you're putting on people, Butch, Madcap Moss, like it's just boogs for God's sake. You're telling me that the same crowd you're trying to push those gimmicks on wouldn't go crazy for a Japanese technical wizard who dresses like Marty McFly? Like they would they would love that guy. They would be they would be over the moon for him. Like oh, of course just they do would. that. But if he went up to the main roster. He would be named like Snack Pack and come out in a pirate's hat. It's not gonna be Krishina. <laughs> and I love snack packs, but snack pack. snack pack. I just want to snack pack. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I um, I I thought this match was 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 great. I I thought that the execution of the finish was a little wonky. They might have been a little close to the ropes and they didn't quite land right. But it was a spectacular move. It just didn't hit correctly at the end, uh, which was like a a, a springboard reverse like moonsault DDT. Looks great, except for the Kushida didn't take the move 
in the in the right way. It was, it was just yeah, I think he was close to the ropes, like you yeah. said. It was just not a uh, perfectly placed, but a really really cool move. If I can't immediately tell what it is, is either something terrible or something great. Um, I, like I uh, yeah, um, but a kid should win, um, and he did. Uh, but it's the same time it's Kushida and he shouldn't lose. Um, this match ended up being a qualifier for a qualifier for yeah, the, qualifier the ladder match. Uh, you know, the classic qualifier qualifier. Yeah. It's one of those, it's one of those championship contenders matches that doesn't actually get you a, a championship match. Um, it's a pre-qualifier. Um, so, uh, because of this, a kid get gets to face Grayson Waller next week. And the winner of that match is going into the ladder match for the North American championship so um grace and, Hall, who didn't have to qualify to get here right and then also they announced that uh roddy strong first time we've seen him in the ring in a while is going to face uh solo sokoa for another spot like a kid needs to beat grayson waller grayson waller should never be on my television screen again so a kid should be in that ladder match uh at if you're if you're planning on calling up Carmelo Hayes, which there's no reason not to, um, a kid would be a great North American championship uh, champion. So he could win that ladder match. I don't care. But um, but Roddy Strong versus uh, Solo Sokoa, another match where just put both of those guys in the ladder match. Like, you know, it, 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 just do that instead. At this point. Yeah. Even Jiro? Um, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The people who are getting beat, like if it's not them, who is it? Yeah, that's true. Um, Bill says uh, Doc Brown to past Kushida. It's your gimmick, Kushida. Something's got to be done about your gimmick. That's a really terrible Christopher Lloyd, but I tried. Um, and uh, <laughs> Jason uh, PS3 says, um, uh. <laughs> You're lying. Luis Polito is lying. Luis Polito, our mod who runs the number chat, says the next qualifier is going to be Von Wagner versus Sanga. No, it's not. You're a liar and a dirty liar. And I, I know that can't be a real thing. Okay, he's telling me he's lying. You're a liar. Um, so Jason PS3 says, Wow, what a lousy night for great Japanese wrestlers, huh? So. On top of what happened to Kushida, we get um, a match between Saray and Tiffany Stratton. Saray is is walking. <laughs> is walking backstage in her schoolgirl outfit, so she can walk through her magic fog machine and transform into Super Saray. You know, via the ma magic of the of the amulet that her grandmother bought for her at Claire's in the mall, and instead of being able to walk through her magical fog of transformation, she is attacked from behind by Tiffany Stratton, and then thrown through Gorilla so she doesn't. As Vic Joseph says, Saray didn't have time to transform. 
So we're, we're, we're treating that as a shoot, apparently. Oh, my goodness. Earth, fire, wind, heart. With all uh, these things, I become Sarai. She just simply cannot wrestle before she transforms. So she's still, and she basically, it's basically like uh, what Terrifty Stratton did was like waylaid Clark Kent before he could get to the phone booth. So he couldn't change into Superman. So he's not allowed. The thing of it is, is when Sarai, like, like when Superman is Clark Kent, he can't show the world that he's got superpowers because then his secret identity would be would be revealed to everybody. So when Saray is just regular schoolgirl Saray, she can't like be a good wrestler. She's incapable of wrestling. She, she has to be transformed. Otherwise, everyone would know that regular schoolgirl Saray is also super Saray. We're never allowed to know this, you understand. She has to wrestle, wrestle this match while wearing like schoolgirl uniform shoes and she slides all over the place. And she can't really wrestle the match because, you know, she's her regular secret identity version that doesn't have superpowers, don't you know? And so Tiffany Stratton beats her with her weird Torneo uh, Vader bomb, but she lands it directly across Saray's kneecaps. And it I, yeah. I, I, I thought that looked really bad. Like, it looked like it, it, looked it could really have bad. Really, it could have really hurt Saray. I loathe the you're in a corner and it takes me 20 minutes to do these backhand springs and it yeah. doesn't do anything to help me rear view wannabe spot what the hell is that yeah what is that i know it's developmental what the hell are you developing that makes absolutely no sense i and who, I is, who is important who is important on this show because you spent all this time all this time developing this arc with Saray. I didn't like it, but you told me she was important. Over and over again. You have had Tiffany Stratton lose her dad's credit card and lose in a tournament. And now she's beating Saray because she beat her up backstage. Because daddy's girl figured out that the magic to beating Saray, because God forbid a baby face just ever be successful. They can't, they can't, you can't build a baby face without them being absolute morons or crap like this with fake adversity. And, and, and Tiffany Stratton was the one to unlock this magic. And, and why the hell does she give a shit? Why is she beating her up in the first place? What is going on? Well, this is something that that I missed. Apparently, this is a thing that happened after she beat the poor Saray, the schoolgirl. Um, she she lifted that magic amulet. She said, "This is mine now. I've got it. I'm gonna." She stole the amulet, the heirloom amulet that that her mother, that her grandmother bought for her at the tchotchke shop, and 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 that's and, and it's a terrible thing to do to somebody. But now now people are saying to me. That um that uh that it's uh, the baddie to one jam beard says it's Saray Moon or Sailor Saray pick your poison but I I was people are saying that she's based on Sailor Moon and I was I was under the impression now correct me if I'm wrong Sheila but 
I was under the impression there was no water on the moon. I did not know there were sailors on the moon. Is this a thing that I, that I, is this some other thing, one of those science fiction-y type movies that I don't watch? The sailors I mean, on the moon? I feel like if there was water on the yes. moon, people would be trying to live on the moon I, that, right now. This is what I was thinking. If they were Are they navigating there, the seas? I mean, I've, this was one thing that somebody somebody said. Listen, I remember this from when I was a, when I was a young girl in my astronomy class. They said there's something on the moon called the Sea of Tranquility. Right. Yes, but, but it's not an actual thing. sea, though. There's not actual water in the Sea of Tranquility. Right. What happened was they were going to get on the boat on the moon, and then the Tiffany Stratton before they put their sailor caps on. Tiffany, Tiffany Stratton. Stratton. That, beat Tiffany, up. that Tiffany Stratton is such a squitch. I swear she's to God, such a she is such a squish. She is getting on my last nerve. Such gush. She is getting on my last nerve. I swear to God. Um, and uh, <laughs> JW Pringle says, "Mean Daddy's girl steals magic amulet from Japanese schoolgirl." Film at never. <sighs> Mark Losper says, "Daddy's girl versus Japanese schoolgirl is the start of a bunch of movies we can't talk about on YouTube, but that Bruce Pritchard is clearly a big fan of." I don't know about Here's that. Thing. I mean, in probably Sailor we Moon, can't say that for true. In Sailor Moon, I don't think uh, the Sailor Moon was facing, and I, I've never seen it, so I could be wrong, but I don't think her like mortal enemy was a, a was Daddy's girl credit card gal. Like that just doesn't seem like what happens in the anime universe. Who is important? You don't tell me with wins and losses. You don't tell me with vignettes. No. You don't tell me with the time you spend putting people on your television. No. Nobody's important. The only because... people that I know that are important <laughs> are Grayson Waller and the Creed Brothers because Malcolm Pivens tells me the Creed Brothers are important and they just won a tournament. That's it. But they're not, though, because we're talking about their booking in a second and why it's going <laughs> to fucking kill me. Corey M. says... Kate with the court of the night. I know it's developmental, but what the hell are you developing? IDKY, but it popped me. It popped me too, my friend. Um, I'm glad it popped you because it's uh, the thought that's in my brain <laughs> that I can't, that I'm going to be up all night thinking about that concept. Um, uh, what are you developing? Putting people in dumpsters and spray painting their white cars white? Is that what we're developing? Being a fucking idiot? I'm developing a brain tumor from watching this every every week. That's what I'm developing. Oh my God. Um, uh, Simon uh, Renshaw says, Hello, Kalex. What did we do to deserve a Dominic match? Uh, and what are Linda and Sheila's thoughts on Butch? Love you guys. Uh, well, oh, I, gave, I, gave, I gave my thoughts on Butch uh, on the Friday show. Uh, or, yeah, I, Friday. I demanded... Demanded. You 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 said I had to do it. Uh, it's, Come on it's, to the Friday show. It is a travesty. This whole Butch thing. It's a travesty with with the Pete Dunn. And it, when you when you look at where this young man came from, all he wanted to do was get paid an obscene amount of money to break people's fingers. But you had to put him in a newsy hat and call him Butch. And I just think it's unfair. That's all I'm going to say. I think it's unfair. Wouldn't you? I would walk out. I couldn't do it. I know. I couldn't do it. I know. If you told, he... if you, if you told me, <laughs> if you told me 
you are going to be in a trio with Ridge and Seamus. I'd be like, awesome. Oh, and we're going to face the New Day before Biggie breaks his, gets his neck broken? Awesome. And you tell me that my name is Butch and I'm wearing a cabbie hat? I'm out. Nope. Sorry. I'm taking Mustafa Ali and we're walking out the fucking door and we'll see you in court. I'm done. No. The we'll see you in court thing is very important because because Pete Dunn did just resign, so he's got several years left. Maybe he's like, I don't know, maybe I can get this Butch thing over. Maybe he's a maybe 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 Pete Dunn is an optimist. We don't know. The optimistic Pete Dunn. What a gimmick! Oh boy. I don't um, know if they think it's the Little Rascals. I don't know if they think it's the Bushwhackers both suck as an idea for wrestling in 2022 yeah. or sports entertainment in 2022. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Ryan, uh, Ryan Sullivan. Oh, what now? What no, now? No, I already... he, was, he was being, he was very, he was being very concerned. He says, um, I'm very worried about Alex. I hope he is okay. Says Ryan Sullivan. I've got a few of those today. Yeah. About you. About me. <laughs> Yeah, pe- people are people are showing concern for my well being. Um, I didn't know I was gonna be this fired up, but that's a ray that got under my that's skin. Good. We oh. got we got uh, this was this was a a spoiler that was there was there was people people was 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 out there today that Ray and Dominic Mysterio, excuse me, we're going to be backstage for the show. It might be used. You never know. So. Um, Santos Escobar is is backstage uh, being interviewed about his victory over Cameron Grimes. And then he gets these big wide eyes and he's a smile on his face and he wants to shake the hand of Rey Mysterio, who's there. And um, and 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 there's Dominic. And um, I blacked out from rage for a second because because I thought to myself, this the monkey's paw, it got me, Kate. The monkey's paw got me, Kate. I I've been saying now for since he showed up, Dominic Mysterio doesn't belong anywhere near a, a, a roster full of people who know how to do this. Like he's he's bad. He's bad at the, at every facet of uh, for what for where he's positioned in the biggest company in the world. He ain't it yet. He might eventually be, but he ain't it yet. And probably should. And I be. have been and I have been saying. You gotta, you gotta put this kid back in NXT. You gotta let at least let him figure out what he's doing because he ain't doing it yet. It's not, it's not good. They put him on NXT to eventually beat Santos Escobar, and and I, I just blacked out, Kate. I blacked out. So, so then, I, like, I couldn't, I couldn't hear anything because my ears were so full of my own rage, and and apparently he stepped to Santos Escobar. And said, and he he cut one of his wooden, terrible promos that only exists because nepotism is a thing, and it's running rampant all over WWE. And he says, he says, oh well, I want a match with one of your guys. And Raul Mendoza steps up, and I'm like, oh no, Raul Mendoza, you're a, a thousand times the wrestler Dominic Mysterio is. I can't wait to see you lose tonight. And then he did. Kate, Kate, what are we doing? This was a load of booyaka. This was so bad. Actually, no. 
It was just there. It wasn't bad. But it definitely wasn't good. And I don't know what you do. It's very hard to pull someone back down into developmental after you have launched them to the main roster for like a year and a half, two years. It's one thing to send someone up and they, I don't know, stand there like an idiot bodyguard next to Adam Pierce for 20 seconds, don't get acknowledged, and then get sent back down like Von Wagner. Yeah. Um, he's been full throat pushed on the main roster. Mm-hmm. You cannot, I, and I don't think this is like a, a long lasting thing. Don't get me wrong. No, it would be kind of cool if Rey Mysterio wasn't there and he had to go stand on his own two feet because yeah. he's not seven. He's a grown man and he's Eddie Guerrero's kid. They they keep talking about him on the main roster. Like they put him over as though he's like a sophomore in high school. He's 24 years old. He's a man. He's, he's a grown man. The, the list of people who are killing it in this business elsewhere who are much younger than 24 is a long list. Nick Wayne, like what is he? Is he 17 yet? He's still 16? So like, some yeah, Nick barely Wayne, driving. Nick Wayne way. yeah. could rustle circles around Dominic Mysterio right now. And when Dominic Mysterio was Nick Wayne's age, Nick Wayne was in the second grade. Like, come on. Like how about how uh, about listen. uh that MJF is, is 25, right? right? I think might have I, just turned 26 like a day ago, and he has already had like a somewhat historic career already. Already. I don't I don't begrudge somebody starting late. And let's be honest, 24 is not starting late. And he actually started I'm in WWE known. in like 22. Like, but he hasn't improved. Like he has marginally in the ring, but on the mic, he's he's Pinocchio. He's so wooden. Like, like it's, it's, it's not good. And if he, if his dad wasn't Rey Mysterio, there's no way he would be in this position. Like I am straight up against nepotism in all its forms across the board forever. So like, that's where my hatred of hatred of Dominic Mysterio started. And now it's just like, it's almost like a bit like this guy doesn't belong here, but you keep putting him over. He, he hit two, Mid, mid at best, frog splashes in two days. Stop doing the. I'm. I'm. Stop doing the frog splash. I'm sorry. Enough. Enough. Especially, especially him doing his weird, like wooden Eddie. Like Eddie in canon is 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 his biological father. You are not honoring your father when you do a terrible frog splash, son. You have to figure out how to do something different because it's just not working. Um, the, the other problem is, um, I don't think it would work anyway because I don't think there's anything particularly charismatic about him at all yet that I've seen. But like, Rey Mysterio is a legend, yeah, but not because he is lightning on the mic. So you also have him paired with a guy who, and not that by any means Rey Mysterio can't cut a promo. But if you're going to have someone that green and that yeah. vanilla, mm-hmm. you need someone lightning on the mic. Yeah. Lightning on the mic. And Ray carries an incredible legacy with him, but he's not there to cut a great promo. So, like, should he be in NXT? Kind of. Is it too late? Yeah. 
That's too late. It's too late because he comes with the baggage of having been pushed on the main roster before he was ready. And pushed he, hard. Yeah, to, like he, hard he, he should be a guy who's like losing matches on level up. That's where he's at right That's now. What, yeah. He's not, he's not nearly what they are. So, yeah. So two, two pinfalls, one over Cedric Alexander and one over Raul Mendoza on two straight nights. I with like two third rate frog splashes is, is three twos too many. Jared Pringle says his dad is Eddie Alex, for God's sake. Well, that's also nepotism. Even if, you can have nepotism be from beyond true. the grave. You can you have nepotism from beyond the, beyond the grave. Even uh, and, nepotism is nepotism. <laughs> Mark Losper says Dom has to be the only reason Ray stayed. I think it is. Like he said, he wanted to stay so he and his son could be tag champs, and he was, and that's it. Now, 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 now we can stop all of this. But the problem is, Ray can still go, which yeah, is insane. He really can. Like he had some great matches this year. Like yeah. not just not great for his age. Like what the hell? How are you doing this at this age? Great. Like yeah. Bazorkin says. Dominic and developmental is he Benjamin Button aging backwards? He's, no. They did, and they've done this before. They did it with um, Cameron. Remember, she asked to go to NXT because she yeah. was like, "I am in over my head." Yeah. Um. You you just again too if it's a month, if it's three months, even if it's six months, and you go back down, there's hope for you, I think. But like, you cannot push someone for two years. Yeah, and then him winning felt like even more insincere because you're like, good, you're in developmental where you should be, but you should right. not be winning. Um, <laughs> Mark Losper says, "Be fair, guys. His frog splash is better than Mrs. Well, that's that's not really a high bar to clear, but uh, but yeah. But did you see <laughs> that Miz doesn't really do it anymore? Chris Mueller says, "Dom is green and vanilla. He's the Shamrock Shake of the pro wrestling world." Wow. From now on, Chris. Chris. Oh my! I will now only refer to Dominic Mysterio as Shamrock Shake. From now on, every time he shows up, I'm just gonna tweet out, "Hey, it's Shamrock Shake," and no one else is gonna know about it except for the 600 of you who are watching this thing right now. Hey, Alex. Yeah. You know how much a large Shamrock Shake costs? (laughs) Six one nine. Does it really? That's insanely overpriced. Um, in New York, in I don't New- know. probably. <laughs> um, JW Pringle says, I thought Ray was going to drop him off at NXT 2.0 like summer sports camp, you know, like <laughs> to make him, I don't know, better. Alas, no. Oh my god, could you that is vignettes I would actually pop for of, of him? Here's your right. juice box and your lunch bag. Right, writing home. Dad, can you please come get me? Everyone's yes. mean to me. No one will give me a locker. It has been three days since you dropped me off. <laughs> I am so sad. Somehow I got poison ivy. Everybody is having sex but me. <laughs> My best friend got thrown in a dumpster. <laughs> oh, everybody Your... is having sex but me is fantastic. Your shamrock shake. <laughs> oh, boy. So the match, the match is whatever. The match you have to watch, you have to watch Dominic be better than Raul Mendoza, which is a laugh. During the match, uh Fallon Henley comes out to further her little ridiculous thing she's got with Electra Lopez. Oh no, she's gonna get called up to the main roster and she's gonna be like Butchelina. I just realized her name is Fallon, which is very Irish. Um 
she's <sighs> no, she's not going there yet. Eventually she'll go there, but not right now. What I'm saying is, then Double Vest and the Beads show up and they square off with uh, Santos and and Joaquin Wild, and then Santos turns around and gets a forearm shiver to the face from from Rey Mysterio, and he sells it like he got hit by a Mack truck. And I'm just like, listen, both of these dudes were in were in Lucha Underground together at the same time. Like, like Santos knows who this guy is. Santos has worked with him. Um, uh, like it's like it, the, the idea of like, oh, I'm in awe of, of Rey Mysterio. Sa- Santos, like <sighs> Santos is going to have a match with Rey Mysterio, a one-on-one match, not Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, where he will lose and get pinned clean by Dominic Mysterio. And I'm going to put my fist through something. <laughs> Because I love Santos Escobar, man. I think he's great. Josh Weaver says, real, real nice of Santos Escobar to put over young up-and-coming talent like Rey Mysterio, class act. <laughs> okay. Um, here's the one thing that I loved, loved, loved on the show. Tommy Ciampa comes out. And he got to cut his goodbye promo. Um, before he's going to go goodbye. And it was heartfelt and real and um, choked me up a little because that dude gave everything to this place, to this tiny little warehouse in Florida. Like, he gave them his neck like seven he, like, times. Yeah, like like he... he, he we, we had no idea when he went away if he was ever going to be back. Um, and, and he like... It's amazing that he came back and he was he's as good now as he ever was. What an amazing run that dude had from like being brought in as like a one-time deal for him and Gargano to team in the Dusty Classic where they lost in the first round and it it ballooned from there into so much more over 7 years. It was a wonderful farewell speech and he kept saying like I don't know if I if I, I don't know what I'm supposed what I'm going to do. I would love you see, he, I love how What's honest my he was. fairy tale ending? Yes, he said um, the fairy tale ending I would want would be to go into because because he talked about how right before he was supposed to go to take over New York at Mania Weekend, he got the belt taken from him because of his neck, and he never got to have that moment again. And he wanted to have that moment now at Takeover at this Stand Delivered thing in Dallas. And he wanted to walk in as the champion, and that that can't happen. So he's know what, what I'm going to do. And I was like, and I I think that um, the nerd guru said, put it in as well. Um, uh, Call Johnny one last time. Oh my god, that was the first thing that popped. Any amount of money. I honestly fear. thought Johnny was going to show up one more match, one last time. Let's settle it once and for all. Who's the better man? And then you have a good withdraw, like, and have them hug it out in the middle of the ring, and they both goodbye forever, like. But that's not what's going to happen, because he says he's he, he wants he doesn't know who's going to who he would face. I stand in the middle of the ring, and I don't know why I didn't go this place as well because he's been doing vignettes now for a couple of weeks. He wants a big time opponent at Stand and Deliver. Up comes Tony D'Angelo standing behind him carrying a crowbar. He drops in the middle of the ring and he goes and gets a goes and gets a, a crowbar. He says, "Now, Tommy." I- I could have busted you in the back of the head with that. I could have, I could have, I could have broken you. I could have stove in your friggin' skull with this crowbar, but I didn't do that because I got respect for you. Because you're my paisan, Tommaso Ciampa, Tony D'Angelo. We, we are both from the old country. 
Okay? So listen. Put it in the chat, people. Give this emoji. Listen, okay? I got, a, I got a proposition for you. I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. Okay? You and me, one-on-one, stand and deliver. And I'm going to beat you. And I'm going to become the Don. And 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 he and he gets a, a handshake from Tommaso Ciampa, and of course he kneels him, he knees him, he knees him in the balls, gives him a big old smooch, because that's what you do in Italy. Right before you whack a guy, you kiss him on the face, and I love it. Uh, and and this is this is great. Like honestly, I love I love uh, Tommaso Ciampa, but he's going up to the main roster to be ruined, and then they're going to release him in a year, if if not sooner than that. And I'll get to see him. I'll get to see him wrestle like a maniac somewhere else. But one last time in 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 NXT, you put over like a top top young up and coming dude like Tony D'Angelo, and I'm really excited for this match. It's like the match I'm looking forward to the most at 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 the takeover. Like I'm 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 really excited for. Don't it. say at the takeover because it's not anymore. You're right. Heart. Broken. Thank you, people in the chat, for getting your gabagool emojis in. The Guru says, I don't trust NXT 2.0 to do Champa's goodbye properly. I love Tony D, but that's not it. And this is what he <laughs> says. Call Johnny one last time. Any amount of money to end it right. Well, that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And if that's not going to happen, at least it's not Grayson Waller, because they could have done that. They could have had the guy who took out Johnny Gargano also take be the guy that. to take out Tommaso Ciampa. They could have easily did that. But they're not like that's that's one thing they've done right is they're gonna have Tony D be the one to do it because that's gonna be a big rub for him going forward and I think I think that's a really smart thing to do. I do. I um, don't think there's a better option that's not already tied up in something. You know what I mean? Yeah. The nerd guru says as a as a Scott Hall tribute, Champa should have said, "Hard work pays off. Dreams do come true." Black and gold don't last, but black hearts do. Oh. Poetic. That's yeah. good. Um, and, and Bill says, goodbye, Tommaso Ciampa. Hello, old Tommy Tooth, the bearded prospector hunting for gold. That's what they're going to do with his character on the main roster. I was, I'm going to throw my computer out the window. <laughs> I'll do it. Oh, my goodness. It took me. You guys didn't see it. But I was fiddling with my webcam for like five minutes before she we was. came on here. She was. Because it was like diagonal. It was diagonal. And then it was doing close-ups on like my shoulder. It was bad. So I had to fix it for like 10 minutes. And all of that is going to be useless. So I'm going to throw my computer out the window for your one-eyed Tommy chippity champ champ main roster. <laughs> I also want to say this. Like we know Tommy Champa can work. He's a really good wrestler. He's a really good promo. <clears throat> Like he's a really good promo. He can connect with the crowd, whether oh, or whether whether or not he's a babyface or a heel. That moment he mentioned where he walked out to no music, and there was just a sea of boos and curses. Like that was a really amazing moment. So, like, I I, I think that yeah, it's in it's really good stuff. In the CM Punk absence period, or as I like to call it, my darkest days. Uh, <laughs> The guys that filled that void for me were were Owens and Champa and Eddie Kingston, but like yeah. carrying the weight and and that time, I felt like Champa was was my guy, especially as a heel. I kind of like Owens as a face, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's a great promo and a, a hell of a worker. God, 
we got a Persia Parada and Indy Hartwell match. It was kind of clever to have them both come out to their music at the same time. Yeah. Both of their music. Uh, but uh, the cleverness ended there. Um, <laughs> they they had a match. It was a match. Uh, uh, at one point, Duke Hudson's on the outside, gets tries to get involved. Uh, and then Dexter Loomis crawls out from under the ring. And um, Persia is so shocked by him being there that uh, that she allows um, um, India to get her a roll-up victory. The match doesn't matter. What matters is after the match, when both couples are in the ring staring each other down, and Persia and, and Duke Hudson have a make-out session, and then Dexter and, and Indy have a make-out session, uh, and and then they look at each other, and then they just like jump on their men, tear off their shirts, and like full on dueling live sex show in the middle of the ring at NXT 2.0. Zach Barber says, "Is Vince Russo booking the women's division? Good lord!" Um, Alan Kansas, <laughs> what do you all have against love? <laughs> this is not love; it's lust. The big difference, lust gets you into a lot of problems. Lust got me husband number six and boyfriend number 12 through 28. So, okay. Lindar has gotten into quite the entanglements yeah. with um, lust, including with Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> Aaron H. says... Uh, was on a personal call, so I had the TV muted when that Dexter Loomis segment happened. Legit, my friend asked me if I was having a sudden anxiety attack based on my reaction to what was happening in front of me. Fantastic. I got tweets today that were, holy shit, I just turned on my TV and this is what I saw about this. About Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> I forget what the third one was. But they were like, oh, did I turn it on at a bad time? And I was like, no. This yeah. is what it is. Right. Um, uh, uh, Brandon Hagen says, so what do you get when you mix three Aussies and a serial murderer? Why, softcore porn, of course. Keep up the good work, you two. I don't always get a chance to say so, but I listen to all shows that either of you are on. Oh, thank Aww. you, Brandon. Hashtag RIP Scott Hall. Hashtag I stand with Ukraine. Yes, we all, we all do. Now, um, uh, listen, Kate. Yes. Everyone is everyone is horny. Everyone in the, in the NXT 2.0. E everyone. Um, and and when everyone is horny, eventually one thing is gonna lead to another. You know, and 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 when those things happen, Kate, you wanna be might prepared. Be, it might be handy for you to be prepared, you know. Just saying. Is your penis soft? Is it difficult to get hard? Do you have issues with sexual performance? Do you have issues with sexual confidence? BlueChew.com, code Fightful, gives you your first shipment of BlueChew for free. It will help you get a harder, stronger erection. It will make you more confident in your sexual performance. You take an online questionnaire, you work with an online physician, you don't wait in line at the pharmacy, you don't wait in line at the doctor's office. It's prepared and shipped direct in a discreet package. That way, nobody knows that you are getting blue chew in order to make your penis erect. Blue chew 
and the code FIGHTFUL gets you your first shipment free if you want an erect penis. I'm going to end the ad now. Just once, Sean. Just blink once. <laughs> Mark Washington, Alex took his headway chew for this one. Very um, clever. The N and the H says, I was sleeping when this was going on and I was in and out. When this part came on, I swear I thought I was having a fever dream. I guess it was real. Uh, <laughs> you want to talk about the other bullshit about other than the fact that everybody is trying to get their penis not to be soft with blue chew? What is that? This was like one of the like two actual fucking tag teams you have in the women's division yeah, here. That's true. We got to break them up for this. Yeah. We got to break gonna... them up for, for this. We have to break them up in general. They can't just have been friends that wanted to actually be tag team partners. Why have the belts then? Um, we're going to, yeah, we're going to have the tag team competition going on right now. It's a mixed tag match at Stand and Deliver. I'm almost certain of it. Going to bar. <laughs> well, here's the, here's what made me almost barf, Kate. Why would you have a tag team tournament where the prize for winning said tournament is a title shot? And then give a title shot to the losers of the final round in the same match where the winners get a title shot. Like what the 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 the, the whole tournament is null and void because eventually it came down to the Creed Brothers and MSK. They fought each other. The Creed Brothers won. They get a title shot. MSK doesn't. That's the nature of the tournament. But not only does MSK get a title shot, but they get a title shot at the same time as the dudes who beat them. What the hell is going on? <laughs> like the creeds come out and say, somebody attacked us. We don't know who it is. When we find out, we're going to kick their asses. And then MSK comes out and like, this is a weird way to, to say that it was them. They're like, it wasn't us, even though we're wearing NWO shirts, which are evil, They're bad guys. Anyway, we deserve the tag team. We deserve the tag team title shot just as much as you guys. Is an absolute false statement because you lost the match in the finals of the tag tournament. You lost the match versus these guys. These guys get a title match before you do. That's just the way it works. I, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. You are. And that crazy pill. Is just watching wrestling from eight to ten o'clock at night, Eastern, on Tuesday nights. Uh what a what a a a complete undercut of everything that they built up in an entire tournament. What a complete undercut of having MSK turn face, uh, with the shaman stuff kind of to now turn heel again. I absolutely have no idea why MSK just decided they deserve a title shot. I'm guessing it's because you can just walk up to anybody. Uh, I don't like Imperium being, I don't like the, I don't like the perch. Okay. I don't like what the fuck the perch thing is at all. No. Um, it, it just, and also, they came out and they wanted to know who attacked them. And then all of a sudden this was about creating a triple threat at Stand and Deliver. Right. Well, the, 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 the creeds, and Malcolm Bivens is out there too, 
but graciously Malcolm Bivens, who was one of the greatest talkers in all of wrestling, allowed these two walking loaves of white bread to cut their own promos. And listen, I love the creeds, but th this is they're not yet at that place where they can talk for themselves instead of Malcolm Bivens. Um, but anyway, I, I, listen, um, MSK comes out and says, hey, now, we didn't attack you guys. And, and we said after we beat Imperium last week, we were going to let you have the next title shot. And you guys cost us our match against them, so we should get a title match instead of you is ridiculous because, again, you lost the match to the Creed Butters in the finals of the tournament. And it was a tournament. It wasn't like you were playing hot potato. Like, it... what was, I'm begging you to tell me, the purpose of the tournament? There was none. If if they both get a title match, then then what you, what you needed to do if if, if this was, was what you were going to do, you would should have booked the title match to a draw, and then you can say, oh well, we have two winners, and it's a tie or whatever. Like it would have been terrible. Don't do that. But if you insist on doing this triple threat, that's the only way to get to it is to have these guys booked to a draw in the time-determined finals so they both get a title match on the same night versus Imperium. By the way, Imperium versus the Creeds versus MSK at Stand and Deliver is going to hump. It's going to be a great match. The ends don't always justify the means if you have to destroy every fabric of logic. Then, then it doesn't make sense to, to get... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, if Malcolm Bivens can't make it make sense, I don't think there's much. I think he stood aside this promo because he was like, I don't know what the hell to add to this. This doesn't make sense. There's nothing he can do. All of his managerial leverage is pointless now because of this. And the point of the tournament is also pointless because of this. Yeah. None of this makes sense. And I don't mm -hmm. think MSK has ever beaten the Creeds, right? Ever? Literally ever. Have. Probably not. Because they were off chasing weed during yeah. the entire Creed Brothers rise. So for them to have the audacity to come and say, yeah, we just deserve one too. When they haven't beaten Imperium, that they lost to the Creed Brothers in the tournament and they've literally never beaten them, makes the least amount of sense out of anything that's never made sense. It is the best at making no sense. You might as well have not had the Dusty Rhodes Classic this year. That's, That's it. For, all, for all the good you did. I mean, like, I don't know what the hell. Um, backstage, Bivens is trying to figure out if it was um, Idris Enofe and Malik Blade who did it. And they said, well, we did beat up somebody last week, but it was the waiters because they were getting too close to Mandy Rose, who we also want to have sex with. Um, and and the, the, the grizzled so, young veterans. Um, just to clarify, the Toxic Lounge is a ringside lounge where sexual harassment mm -hmm. happens yeah and sometimes wrestlers beat up those waiters yeah okay it's a thing yeah so um we uh we got <laughs> yeah <laughs> Bivin, Bivin says to malik blade on the way it's barely march uh, which i thought was was uh was funny um, we get uh GYV is there. We're we're upstanding gentlemen. 
who aren't allowed to be some of the greatest tag team wrestlers in a generation on this show anymore. Uh, how dare you accuse us of attacking the Creeds? We're going to face the Creeds next week. And that match will be great because they had a great match in the tournament. Yeah. But Grizzly Young veterans are way better than this. Like they're they deserve way better than this. They're they're they deserve they, a program. They sure do. Um, and they are main roster ready this very second. Like you you absolutely like put them put them on friggin' Raw and have them face RK Bro. That'd be fun. That'd yeah, be a lot what of should fun. we rename them? Maybe two oh. people from the cast of the Sandlot. Yeah. Sure. The the uh, Betty the... Spaghetti. We'll do a league of their own instead. We'll do Betty Spaghetti. Yeah. And Jim Dugan. Betty Spaghetti and Jim Dugan. Uh, our main event was LA Knight versus Dolph Ziggler. This is inconsequential because we knew LA Knight wasn't going to win. He's super over. Um, I'll tell you this. I, I don't much like Dolph Ziggler winning with a regular ass super kick. Like yeah, that, that is a transitional weird. move for everybody. It like if you load up the boot in the corner and do the HBK thing, fine. But a regular ass super kick shouldn't pin anybody anymore. I'm sorry, it just shouldn't. I, I'm, I'm supposed to magically believe that Dolph Ziggler kicks people in the face harder than everybody in wrestling. It's ridiculous. Um, there was a backstage, especially segment. not somebody like comparably his size, right? Um, the 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 back uh, the the backstage segment between Gunther. And LA Knight was decent because I love LA Knight saying, like, listen, you know what I got? What you say I, I use my mouth too much? That's called charisma. Maybe if you look around, you might find some. And I, you know, hey, LA Knight's fun. Um, so uh yeah. Um Braun Breaker shows back up at the arena. Wow, shocker. Didn't see that one coming. Um, and Wade Barrett being like, he's not allowed to be here. Coach Bloom sent him home. And there, no, he's he is allowed to he's, he'll just be here. Um, and so he doesn't interfere in the match. He comes in after the match is won. Um, fairly clean by uh, like by Ziggler. I don't think really much of anything happened with 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 uh, Rude at ringside. Um, but he comes out and he's like, "I'm tired of waiting. I want my title match at at Sand and Deliver." And Dolph Ziggler says, uh, "You're on." So there you go. Uh, Myron Kidd says it would have been funny as hell for Bivens to sh to uh, to shade uh, black and NFA for simping for Mandy Rose last month because it was Black History Month. That might have been funny. Um, the Nerd Guru says, oh, no, I don't want to put this into the world, but I'm going to. This being raw light now, it opens the door for Goldberg to come in and squash Braun Breaker. No, no, it doesn't. You you stop it, Joel Pearl. Stop it. <laughs> Uh, Mark Losper says Goldberg squashing Braun bad. Goldberg squashing Ziggler would be hilarious. Well, he already did that, I think. Wasn't that one of the signs? His contract ran out. There's no need to renew it. Yeah. The Bat of the One Jam Peard says, "What if Cody comes to NXT instead of Raw, and he's the one to beat Ziggler for the title? What? What are Adrenaline, we doing? bright no. colored brand. Stop it. Um, I have to so chime in about something. SummerSlam 20, 2019 is when is when uh, Goldberg beat uh, Ziggler. Thank you, Luis. Where'd everybody that they told us was important go? Grayson Waller was not here. 
Bob yeah. Wagner, we haven't seen as yeah. in weeks. I guess his manager sucks. Yeah. I guess we have one manager that adds value every week, and Robert yeah. Stone, who the last time I remember him doing anything was like wearing a purple onesie and singing karaoke. So then he has now gotten Von Wagner and done absolutely nothing with him. And they were building him to be like the future. So I don't know what's going on with the stone brand, but they're not great. Before that, it was like Taya Valkyrie didn't go anywhere. So I just, I don't know where Von Wagner is. I don't know where Grayson Waller is. I don't know where anyone that they told us is important is because Saray is getting buried and she was positioned as being very high on the card. Did they realize what we all saw, which was that there's like not a lot here? Like where where is the roster? I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because if, if if it's like if if they're doing to NXT 2.0 what I thought they were gonna do to ROH under AEW, which is just take a bunch of main roster people who aren't being used and throw them into NXT which is what they're doing with Dolph Ziggler. Like, it's not like that. Not like that. Different thing. Don't do not do it different. Dolph Ziggler being NXT champion is very different than Top Flight being ROH tag team champions. It's a very different thing. Don't do... Stop it. Numlocks says, I can't help but enjoy Dolph as NXT champ. It already feels like he's being treated with more respect here than he was as world heavyweight champ. Well, that's not a very high bar, high bar to clear. Like Ziggler... I don't mind that. I mind. I mind if it doesn't do anything for the younger talent that it's supposed to do something for. Yeah. Like LA Knight versus Dolph Ziggler is something I'm genuinely interested in. Um, but LA Knight should already be on the main roster. I'm very excited for Carmelo Hayes and Dolph Ziggler. I'm very excited for Hell, give me Dolph Ziggler and Tony D'Angelo. That could actually be a blast. It could be fun. So I don't mind him being champion as long as it it's still there to do what they're supposed to do, which is develop the talent. Yeah. Um. Uh. Champa versus D'Angelo. Uh. D'Angelo should pick up more soprano characteristics. I mean, he's he's doing he's doing a bit. Like it's not it doesn't have to be a straight up imitation. The way mine is a straight up imitation of the sopranos. Uh, what do you, what do you mean your him. imitation? Yeah, I know. Um, the the batter to one uh, Jam Beard says that uh, Tony D should inherit the toothpick toss. Um, no, I don't think anybody should inherit that. I think that should be a, a that thing. Should that, be his. That's the only one. I think that's it for him. Uh, and James Barros uh, says that hard work pays off. Dreams do come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. R.I.P. Scott Hall, one of the most unselfish workers I've ever heard of. And uh, says that Team Kalex makes this tough week more manageable. Well, thank you so much, uh, Jane. Um, so we got a whole thing about Butch here to go through. JW Pringle says it's pronounced Butch. Like, bitch. You're um, such a butch. You're such a butch. Um, <laughs> are they developing a thick skin? To terrible booking, so when they get to the main roster, the bad booking up there becomes palatable, says Matt. Um, yeah, I guess so. It's kind of helping up, I think. Um, uh, <laughs> the batter to one James Beard said, my dad's nickname all his life was Butch, and even I feel bad for Petey Poppins. <laughs> um, and Jamie Pingle says, how, fa- how fast will this go from Butch to Butt Itch? Like some... 
which some would be transitional snarky, to this. Some snarky baby face and be like, butch, more like butt itch. Everybody, <laughs> come on, chant with me. Butt itch, butt itch. And then an extremely real, not at all piped in crowd will chant along. Yeah. Um, Mark Losper says, I've seen Sailor Moon in reference to Saray. Daddy's girl arcs are a B plot, which is good. Um, uh, uh, Mark Quill says, even WWE 20, 2K22, Myra's uh, mode, uh, may, women's, women's path has better feuds than NXT 2.0 women's feuds. Yeah. No, it's, that's probably true. Um, uh, Mark Losper says, uh, Broken Kate is my favorite member of the Broken Universe. Yeah, your, your, your rant was pretty great, actually. Um, Thank you so much. Cody shows it to Vince's office, says James Bowers. I got such good shit for you, pal. Stardust versus Goldberg versus Braun Breaker in an NXT title on a pole match. Welcome home, buddy. Do you think he's showing up? Yeah. For Seth? I, I think they're they're at gonna Mania. wait. I think I think it's gonna be at Mania, which is gonna be a stupid thing to do. Like you could have actually really built it over at least three weeks to make everybody really excited about it. Remember who he is, and there's a lot of casuals in that in that audience at WrestleMania who a lot of them because they they weren't a lot of them a bunch of people who follow WWE now were not watching it correct seven years ago or whenever the hell it was. Like they don't really remember him. It'll be a good thing to like reintroduce him. Hey, tell the story. I went and I went somewhere else, started another company, but I came back here because this is home or some other kind of crap. Whatever you want to do. But you should tell the story before the match, not afterwards. Um, as far as the North American ladder match qualifiers, the Battle of One Jam Beard says it's going to be Boa versus Vern Wigner. And it's no, it's not. Stop lying about things. Um, and Luis says, I know for a fact that Y2J would call Butch butt itch. It's very true. Yeah, but um, you would make it work. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Lewis says, I wish we could enter an infinitely superior parallel universe in which you two do your show first and then NXT 2.0 has to do whatever you say. I also like that, inf- that, uh, that alternate universe. Um, Carlos Martinez says it feels like NXT 2.0 is the little giants of the wrestling world. As that's that is good. That's good. Um, yeah. Mark Losper said, "Would NXT 2.0 be considered a success if the only thing it produced was Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes?" It depends on where their careers go. Like if their careers go where they where they are able to go, then yes. If they fizzle out by bad booking after a few years. Yeah, no, it would it probably would not be the best thing. Um, uh, it's Flowman said, based on the NXT's demo, I'm convinced this show is designed for old folks who don't know free internet porn is a thing. Thanks to you and Kate for putting yourself through this every Tuesday. It's getting harder and harder, but you guys make it easy. <laughs> uh, Axel Hunter, the irony of erasing NXT from WWE canon and then just melding the roster with Raw half a year later. So true. Like, they're not even reference anything that happened on NXT, but now you're sending your main roster guys to NXT. So, which is it? Sabbatical. Like, they're on sabbatical. Minerguru says, I'm going to watch NXT TakeOver New York. 
This show is now raw light and the transformation is complete. Good job, Vince. Raw 2.0 Divas is in full effect. Um, <laughs> uh, Mark Losper says, reasonably serious question. Is this the episode that WWE actually gave up on NXT being a developmental brand? Like, I mean, that that first segment would, would lead you to believe that. But well, eh. they're, they're, they're starting down the slope. And it may just be like, here, here's a thing with a bunch of people show up, you know, and, and and prove to the young kids that the young kids don't have it yet kind of a thing. To be honest, I feel like part of this is, A, the convenience of them being in Florida and a couple guys could just drive there and B, this is on the, the road to the most stupendous WrestleMania and C... Uh, I cannot imagine with some of the ratings that we've seen, like you said, that they're not trying to pop something before Mania. So I think part of it is it's heading that way. I think it's going to be closer to a WWE, CW type thing. Um, but I also think that part of it is just the convenience of the circumstances is that it was really easy to send guys over there today. Mm -hmm. It's a few weeks away from Mania, so why not try and build some hype? And yeah. uh, that'll scratch the itch for the network, at least for a little bit. So I think it's that, but not as drastic. If they were truly giving up on it, I don't think we would have just seen level up get added. I think you're now seeing single A, double A. Sure. Bill uh, says that if the Miz is um, is the new William Regal, it's going to have to be pronounced Warsome Games. I'm quitting. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, uh, Ricardo the Outsider says, we're going to have you do a Megadeth song, but instead just let me say, hug your loved ones, let the people you know, you love, know it. Tomorrow won't come one day. Yeah, it's so true. So true. Going in going in for a, for a, for a true routine surgery is what happened to, to Scott Hall at only 63 years old. That's uh, crazy. The Hound says, Sting's don't even... For perspective. Yeah. Sting who just dove through a table. Like... The, ha the Hound says, don't even watch NXT anymore. Just enjoy hearing Kalex riff all night on this show. Um, the JW Pringle says you're a better singer than Nikita Lyons. Thank you, because I just keep that same energy. Mr. Showtime says, I love you guys to the moon. MD Kate for life. Thanks. Ricardo the Outsider says, Hey, yo, welcome to the Linder and Sheeler show. <laughs> hey, yo, did I do it right? For um, life, what for <laughs> life. <laughs> They, they say, they say we're for life, which for me is not much longer. Or Brendan, 40 years. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, Brendan Tungate says, I love this show. Calix rules. Um, uh, Mark, Mark Quill says, feeling rather blue, but glad I got the fine folks of Team Calix and the, the Tuesday Super Chat crew and the Council of Marks to help with levity. Love you all. Love you. I'm sorry you're feeling blue. You're always so positive to everybody else. Yeah. I hope some of that positivity... Boomerangs, back to you, Markwell. Uh, as for we don't like daylight savings time here, but Bill says daylight savings is a warm blanket to us Aussies. Um, and well, James this is a show that's in America, and yeah, so far go. the Aussies have given me Grayson Waller, <laughs> the Iconics who have gotten released. Now I'm just kidding. Yeah, sweet brat. James just Nepper says. <laughs> James Nepper says I heard my mother use scutch a lot growing up. Always in a ha-ha way, but yes, I'm from Jersey. And she pretends she's Italian, LOL. 
Okay. There's we got in the, the house. We got we got some 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 jukeboxes here, and I got I got to get through these in. Oh my gosh. Six and a half minutes. Okay. Um. So we got a couple of Weagle wraps, a uh, country corner for for uh. What for happened, you guys? There's like eight songs. Yep. Uh, 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 we got a, a country corner for, for Tony D. Uh, we got a Megadeth song for Regal. Uh, and now we need the alternative lounge with Walter um, by AFI. <laughs> so I'm going to do that one first. Okay, here we go. First, first, first verses only, folks, so I can get the hell through here. Um, okay. This is Walter <clears throat> singing AFI's the leaving song part two don't waste your touch you won't feel anything or will you here to send to save me i've thought too much you won't find anything worthy of redeeming uh, 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 to break down and cease all feeling burn now what once was breathing reach out and you may take my heart away yeah thank you um CM Punk could never no. enter to that. <laughs> um uh, Regal is gonna sing uh Die Dead Enough by Megadeth from Ricardo the Outsider. Here we go. <clears throat> it's it's twilight, and I wake up hot, my body soaked in a cold, cold sweat. I reenact the lurid scenes and Clawed engravings in my head. Oh, I can't punch hard enough, and I run. I can't kick high enough, and I run. I can't shoot straight enough, and I run. I can't hold on enough, and I run. I can't stay down enough, and I run. I, I, I can't take pain enough, and I run. I can't bleed fast enough. I can't die dead enough. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so we're going to get uh, one of the regal raps here is uh, Notorious B.I.G.'s More Money, More Problems. Let's see if I can do this one without getting pulled off the air forever. <laughs> These are long. Dang. Okay. Um, now who's hot? Who not? Tell me who rock? Who sell out in the stores? You tell me who flopped? Who copped the blue drop? Whose jewels got rocks? Who's mostly Dolce down to the tube sock? The uh, the same old pimp, Mace. You you don't know, ain't nothing change but my limp. Can't stop till I see my name on a blimp. Guaranteed a million sales, call it love or luck. You don't believe in Harlem. World, fella, double up. We don't play around, it's a bet, lay it down. Uh, fellas didn't know me, 91, bet they know me now. I'm the young Harlem fella with the golden sound. Can't no PhD fellas hold me down. Could have schooled me to the game. Now I know my duty. Stay humble, stay low, blow like hooty. True pimp fellas spend no dough on the booty. And then you yell, there go Mace, there go your cutie. That was the first verse of uh, More Money, More Problems. Um... And now the country corner for uh, Tony Tony D. You guys are crazy. Uh, <laughs> Shania Twain's "Any Man of Mine," as read by Tony D'Angelo. Any man of mine better be proud of me, even when I'm ugly. He still better love me, and I can be late for a date. That's fine, but he better be on time. Any man of mine, see if it's just right. 
The last year's dress is just a little too tight. Anything I do is say better be okay when I have a bad headache. And if I change my mind a million times, I want to hear him say, yeah, 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 yeah. I like it that way. Any man of mine better walk the line, better show me a teasing, squeezing, pleasing kind of time. I need a man who knows how the story goes. He got to be a heart-beating, fine-treating, breathtaking, earthquaking kind of any man of mine. Gabagool. She sounds kind of high maintenance in that, to she, be she honest. She really does. She really does. Relax. <clears throat> All right, here we go. In two minutes. So great about you, Shania. Calm down. Getting, getting jiggy with it. <laughs> here we go. Uh, by, by Zach Barber. Requested by Zach Barber. Will Smith. Getting jiggy with it. On your mark, ready, set, let's go. Dance floor, bro. You know I go psycho. Uh, when my new joint hit, just can't sit. Gotta get jiggy with it. Ooh, that's it. Now, honey, honey, come ride DKNY. All up in my eye, you got a Prada bag with a lot of stuff in it. Uh, um, uh, give it to your friend. Let's spin. Everybody looking at me, gla glancing the kid, wishing they was dancing a jig. Here was this handsome kid, cig cigar, right from Cuba. I just bite it. It's just for the look. I I, I don't light it. Uh, in a way, the anime on the ants door door play. Aha. Give it up, Jiggy. Make it feel like foreplay. Woo. Yo, my cardio is infinite. Haha. <laughs> Big Willie Styles all in it, getting jiggy with it. Na 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 getting jiggy with it. Na 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 na. Kate, where can they find you in less than twenty seconds? You can find me at Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter, where I will be holding a poll for you to pick which Batman style nails I should be getting tomorrow. Um, Friday's AW Rampage and SmackDown review. Not with Sean this week, with Jared Bailey at a late time because Rampage goes on at eleven thirty. Tuesday with Alex West is at the Mark Order Pod. Alex, take it away. On Friday, before you do your thing with with the other guy uh, after Rampage, I'm gonna do one right after uh, SmackDown on Fightful Select. So there's that. Um, and you follow me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Raps. <gasps> I'm a pillar to post tomorrow on Fightful Overbook too. I forgot. <laughs> Everything sucks. Go, go, go.